Um, also, heads up, uh, 12 days until Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remix. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been um, busying myself with the DLC. The DLC and the expansion for <laughs> Animal Crossing, so... So is it as good as people are saying? Because it's made quite a quite a splash on the interweb. It's so fun. So you like you go to the airport and you take a plane to work to work. Let's go. To and work. um, yeah, and you go to work for this otter named Lottie, and then there's like this other frog and this other like behemoth. Um, but like you pretty much. It's like a it's like a place where all of the villagers are vacationing and you have to design their little houses, the vacation villas. And um, they'll reward you based on if you use the right items. Oh. There's like three items that they request and that are already pre-planted in the house in crates. And then like, sorry if I'm explaining something you already know. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know it fully, so this is okay. Hmm. I, I haven't okay. I haven't played Animal Crossing in like eight months, so <laughs> embarrassing. I know. I, I play a lot of games, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I mean spread yourself kind of thin. Mm-hmm. It is a, yeah, it's fine. She's busy. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you pretty much just like make their little um make their little homes out of things um that are like preset and that that's the thing about um the thing about the game is that you don't have to like bust your ass to get bells Good. to buy all this shit and you don't have to bust your ass to like DIY all this shit out of like wood. So it's already pre-planted um, in like this little list of things you can uh, sort of select from. And the idea, I believe, is that once, the, uh, if they're like super happy, they pay you in, I want to say, I forget the name that they've used, Kells. Okay. It's like a different currency on this vacation island. And inside work, uh, the, the main hub of the vacation s- center you can purchase, you can use the new currency to purchase, excuse me, <laughs> this, okay. this maple coffee, um, you can use that to purchase new items. So, so I've like a different currency. Yeah, so I've purchased, yeah. like, weirdly, a stack of chocolate, okay. um, a public telephone that's pink. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> um... Uh, a different full-length mirror that's not made out of wood, um, and then uh, a tree, an ash tree. And I didn't know this, and I thought that you could only do this. You know how they are, were showing us, like, um, on the direct, they're showing us vines and ladders yeah. that you could put on yeah. the sides of the cliffs? Um, I thought that you could only get those by going to, on the boat with Captain to these new little islands that you'd explore, but you can straight up pull them off the the cliffs on the vacation island and bring them home with you. And then set up the vines. Can you climb the vines or just the ladders? 
you can climb the vines. Oh, bitch. We're having our Tarzan fantasy. Oh, yeah. It is going to be like full Kingdom Hearts uh, Tarzan level on my island pretty soon. That's what I should do. Like, I really wanted to have a Stardew Valley island, but I think I'm just going to do a Disney island. But like, I'm fully okay with that. Kingdom Hearts, yeah. Kingdom Hearts Disney derivative realness. Yes. Welcome to the full volume podcast. (laughs) Is she going to do it? Is she going to do it? Yeah. Uh, I am your co-host, Harvey Brent, and joined with me is... Uh, Your other co-host, G.I. Jolie. Uh What's up? Uh, Uh And today, we're we're bringing it back retro to the early days of the podcast. Um, You might remember that we had an unhealthy, borderline sociopathic, some might say, obsession with Evan Peters. And as we wait for Hawkeye um, to come out in 17 days we decided to maybe just take a look into Evan Peters' filmography, specifically his roles in American Horror Story. And we decided, since many of you wrote in last week to tell us how much you loved our tier list for the MCU films, we are going to do a tiered list of Evan Peters' roles in American Horror Story. Because believe me, there are a lot of them. (laughs) Sometimes more than one per season. Oh, um... (laughs) I had to like go back and rewatch to do research for this tier list. Mm-hmm. Um, briefly, not whole episodes, but like it's insane the amount of appearances he's had in uh, the show. And, and the all boy's good. range. His range, Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We should just jump right into this, bitch. Okay. Um, this so. Will be, yeah, because this will also be borderline sexual harassment for the next 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. We're also going to break it up uh, the way we did the MCU list, uh, 20-ish minutes. But we're going to stop. Um, we're going to stop halfway through. And then you'll have to partake in part two of our ultimate Evan Peters uh ahs character tier list so and if you if you haven't watched american horror story this might be a good incentive to get you to walk watch it because it's going to be lots of acting lots of range lots of butts um it'll be good you'll you'll learn something new and you'll learn about the world of american horror story through gay visionary ryan murphy (laughs) yeah and while uh i struggle to figure out there we go. How to share. Can you see it? Uh, um, not There it is. I see it. All right. Okay. So did you make Brian, this tier list or did, did this like you had just Googled it? I made this tier list um, oh. because every tier list I had been looking for because I knew Harvey Brent and I were going to do this. Every tier list I found stopped at apocalypse for some reason i mean not for some reason like for very good reasons <laughs> um it just stopped at, at certain right. points and also i found the photos terrible <laughs> so i curated my own <laughs> i was gonna say i like the photos you've chosen down below i like yeah, I specifically mean- the the murder house one is great yeah, like, you have to be able to, in my opinion, you have to be able to look at the photo and go, that's, you know. Yeah, 
there's no mistake what that is. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And and I also and some people might think this is a mistake, but I don't think that it is. I also grouped his uh cult leaders slash quote serial killers in one. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that only because like they only appear one per episode and it's like, what? Um, no, good. Very good call on that, I think. Yeah, because then we'd be here forever um, <laughs> spinning our wheels about true crime. And that, my friends, is a different podcast. Um, speaking of true crime, before we get started, um, have you heard okay. of the show Only Murders in the Building? Um, yes. It's so I... good. Liv, um, Steve, Steve Martin, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Martin Short, yeah, Selena Gomez. Who'd have thought? Yeah, I they it got renewed for a season two. I'm excited. Okay, anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, do you not um, see this coat? I'm walking <laughs> after that line. Sorry, I just had to bust that out. After that line, I was like, I love you, Martin Short. He is a ball of energy, that one. Mm-hmm. He is. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, so I think we should probably go in, in order, right? State, so very, uh, Evan Peters' first character, it was his breakout role, not only in American Horror Story, but arguably in film as well. Um, the only like notable acting credit he had before um, American Horror Story was uh, Kick-Ass. He was briefly in Kick-Ass. But hmm. um, he could... He had his first big break in the first season of American Horror Story. So the first season from 2011 is American Horror Story Murder House. Murder House. So Evan Peters plays the character of Tate Langdon, who um, basically Murder House is about a family that moves into this house that's that's haunted, um, you know, uh, trying to start a new life. There's a lot of family drama. There's infidelity. There's a miscarriage, et cetera, et cetera. And um, <clears throat> they move into this house, and the um, therapist, played by uh, Dylan McDermott, starts meeting with a disturbed boy, played by Evan Peters, Tate Langdon. We find out as the season goes on that not only is he a mass murderer, he was a high school shooter. Um, but he's also a dead ghost that lives in the house that this, this family's living in. And so um, it's weird. This one's weird because I think this is probably his most iconic performance still, although he's had a lot of a lot of incredible characters since Murder House. But I think a lot of people think that Tate Langdon is is iconic. Um, he he appeals to the the emo tween, um, you know, fanboy fangirl base for sure um he his acting is incredible in it he's just he plays this disturbed but like subdued boy very very well Mm -hmm. um so i think for tate langdon um i think he (laughs) i hate to start it off on a high note but i think he might be an s tier uh yeah this that's exactly where i would put him yeah yeah like thoughts I just the the levels. I, I think this is like probably like you said his most involved character. He was truly. Um, he wasn't like the lead, but he was one of the leads. He was the breakout. Um, yeah, and we find out later in the season again. Okay, do you know what? 
this may get you to watch American Horror Story tangent, mm-hmm. but like adjacent tangent. Um, we're gonna spoil things, so. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's I was like kind of walking that line. I was like, <laughs> yeah. If you don't want, uh, oh, are you? So if you're okay with spoilers, I'm okay with spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, we're going to spoil things. So we are currently at the 12 moment mark. Um, turn off if you don't want to hear um, hear things get spoiled because we're going to we're going to go in. We're going to go in. Oh, mm-hmm. non-adjacent tangent, but like semi-adjacent tangent. Um, the reason why we're doing Evan Peters. Mm-hmm, um, is because we 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 select actors who are Marvel adjacent, and as we know, Evan Peters was Quicksilver. Okay, that he is truly me. the definition of Marvel adjacent in this case because they brought right. him in from the Fox films. Yeah, in a very like meta role. Yeah, <sighs> don't get I'm, me started. I'm I'm disappointed about, but also I'm like, ooh, Marvel, you tricky bitch, um, you tricky fickle queen. <laughs> What like honestly, that's like some Taika Waititi shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I'm here. Okay, mm. Tate Langdon. Okay, truly, 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 uh, I loved this character. Probably super evil. Like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so many, like, so many layers of uh, of a persona. And he played them all very well. You like wanted to feel bad for him. He's the, you find out he's a ghost and that he's like kind of lying about what he does um, in the house. And you're still like, no, I like him. Um, Who hurts you, Tate? Who hurts you? <laughs> yeah. And then you find out Tate is like hurting people. And you're just like, how can I reconcile these, fe- these feelings about my boyfriend hurting people? I don't know. There is, okay, yeah, this stirs up, like, we're putting him in S tier because it is such, like, a complex, nuanced, conflicting role. But (laughs) Tate Langdon as a human being is incredibly problematic. And the fact that a lot of women and men um, idolize him still, regardless of the fact that how problematic he has, I'm like, oh, this is why we have, like, you know fucked up relationships in the world and stuff like he's the definition of i don't want to say definition of an abuser but he's a definition of a toxic man yes he is but it's just the performance and the pervasiveness of this character and let's not forget um tate langdon he is in murder house season one but tate langdon comes back in season eight apocalypse mm. for one episode and uh granted i think they the writers tried to redeem him like a little bit to make him a little bit more likable but um, I think it's also important to note that without Tank Langdon, we wouldn't have season eight because he ends up having sex with Connie Britton to um, give birth to the devil, who is the character in season eight. So big. He's he's making moves. He is pervasive in AHS. He's almost the poster child for for American Horror Story. So yeah. S tier it is for for Tate. Oh, yes. Um, the long game was played. All right. So yes. Moving on to Kit Walker. Kit Walker is season two. Yeah, season two. Um, Asylum. American Horror Story Asylum. 
yeah, so everybody, the idea about asylum is that everyone is in a facility. Mm-hmm. And he is one of them. Um, he is also, you find out throughout the season that the reason why he's there is because, oh boy, he's a serial killer. Fancy that. Imagine. Well, well shoot. Um, <laughs> I mean. Or is he though? Or is he? Right? Uh, because he keeps having these, uh, he has a relationship with another inmate that's inside the asylum. Um He's the the main story doesn't revolve around him, but he is one of the stories that we kind of circle about. Um, there's like a plot to escape later between him and two other people inside the asylum, which is yeah. it feels like his character and um, oh my gosh, I forget her name, Sarah Paulson. Yeah, yeah, and Sarah Paulson's characters because they play so well in the AHS sa- uh, sandbox. Mm-hmm. Um, their characters mm-hmm. kind of are related all the time. Yeah, so her yeah, character, yeah, yeah. he bef- they befriend each other. Um, but all the while, whenever we focus on the Kit character, you see kind of flashbacks of his trauma, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that he may have been or. Yeah, he may have been witness to the death of his family. And then you find out that he, in fact, killed his family. Correct? Uh, I think, oh, hold on. I thought he was wrongfully convicted. <clears throat> was he? I thought that he was, um, he was in a relationship with Alma, and then there was aliens involved. Hold on. <laughs> this is important to figure out now, because I'm not sure. Let's see. And um, Alma is Sarah Paulson's character. No, Alma. Alma is a, a minor character. Um, she was like, remember they lived in a farmhouse together, and and like it was in the '60s, and so there was a lot of like um, uh, hubbub because she was black and he was white. Um, I thought the aliens abducted Alma. He didn't kill her, but he was um, wrongfully accused of killing her, which is why he was put in the asylum. Okay. okay. Does that make sense? I think I'm onto it. Yeah. Yeah, and in the end, he he gets abducted and then without a trace, and then no one knows where he's Yeah, gone. which, like, jealous. Okay. <laughs> Get me off this planet. <laughs> um, okay. So, I, but, so, Kent Walker, um, he, it's weird because he doesn't um, have as much damage as Tate Langdon. Um, he, per, at first, he has perceived damage. Um, you think he's, like, this murdering mass maniac, but he, he actually is, and he's a big old softie. Um, he kind of, he, he's, but he's kind of falls in that typical role of, of, um, you know, white male savior, you know, we can band together and get out of here, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. it's still a great role and there's still like, you know, like I said, there's the whole like nuance with him being an interracial relationship in the sixties and, you know, how that affected him and his family and the fact that he was wrongfully accused of, of the death of his, um, his wife, Alma. I think Kit Walker gets probably an A or a B tier. I'm just trying to find out where, because it's a bit of a straight-laced role. Um, yeah. You do see so, his butt, so maybe it's A tier, A for ass. <laughs> yeah. What is it, B for? For butt. <laughs> it's hovering right on the crack, pun. Um, <laughs> oh, brother. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to think of. 
points for and against. I'm like, and I'm looking at the bottom there. I think he's B. B. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah, he's B. It's good. Something about him playing, <clears throat> like, it, this is something nice about him playing a character that, like, I don't have to hate or I don't have to consider reasons why I shouldn't love him. Yeah, it's just like when it comes down to it, though, I feel like I'm like, okay, if I wanted to have an entertaining dinner party, would I invite Tate Langdon or would I invite Kit Walker? Like, if I wanted drama, mm. I would go to Tate. Right? But then <laughs> are you having a murder mystery themed dinner that's, party? That's beside the fact. I'm sure it would it would devolve quickly into carnage. But I'm just saying, <laughs> if I wanted to be entertained, um, I would invite Tate. And Kit, Kit, Kit would just be polite, and he would be nice, and that you know that's not really fun dinner party material. Um, give me I mean, drama. I hate to see it, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, next okay. is season three, which is American Horror Story Coven. <clears throat> Ooh boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is mm, the, the favorite. Mean... Of, it's the favorite of the gays. Really. They love Coven. It's camp. It's witchy. It's female centric. Um, oh, I, but maybe not. Sorry. Let me let me scale back a bit. Um, this season is the favorite of of most gays. I don't think the character that Evan Peters plays is the favorite. Mm-hmm. But it's still. I don't saying it's a bad thing. I'm just that's my. I'm prefacing with that. Um, he plays Kyle Spencer, who is a frat boy that tries that sees and tries to stop the rape of uh emma roberts character um fails uh and emma roberts out of revenge sees a tour bus of frack guys driving away and she flips the bus upside down and crushes it killing evan peters in the first episode and then he turns he gets revived by um uh thaisa farmiga and Evan, or, um, Emma Roberts. And so he's basically a Frankenstein version of himself. <laughs> kind of a, a lover boy, male love slave role. Um, it's interesting in the sense he's got a lot of, um, uh, what do you call this? What do you call that kind of acting where it's like a lot, not physical comedy, but like a, he has a very physically demanding role because he can't communicate in season three. He's kind of like an undead zombie for a lot of it. Um, and so it's a lot of like grunts and you know aggressive movements and stuff so i think this is an interesting role for him um Mm. does it have an arc no no arc um but it's it's a good role like it's um well should i say yeah it's 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 decent it's not bad um yeah i and that's the thing it's like okay so if we put uh, if we put Kyle Spencer here, because if we put him there, he's not, it's not as good as his asylum role and his murder house role. No. But it's, it's the acting, I would say, is like, is a challenge. But are we yeah. basing this on acting? <clears throat> a little, but. A little bit. Um, again, if I base this. <laughs> counterpoint if i base this on who i wanted to invite to a dinner party i would want to invite him over kit walker because yeah. again the drama of having this like undead zombie throw things around and get aggressive and again show his butt um 
I don't think, like, when I think C, though, I think meh. I think it's slightly better than meh. What if we put uh, Kit Walker here and Kyle Spencer here? That looks right to me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not he's not a C tier performance. I also left out F, by the way, um, because because <laughs> that doesn't be exist in Evan Peters' world. No. No. He's incredible. A, a D may barely fit, but anyway, <laughs> um, I considered leaving the D out too. <laughs> <laughs> You're like they're all iconic roles. Um, <laughs> no, I like this. I think that makes sense. And like I said, things going against him is he doesn't have a character arc per se. And like, yeah. I think by like episode eight, he all of a sudden just magically gets the ability to talk and communicate. And he's just like chill for the rest of the season, which is not great writing, TBH. Yeah. Not great. But you could the, do something more with him. Yeah. But the fit, and you know what? Okay. Tangent, uh, MCU adjacent related tangent. The reason he had a reduced role in this season is because he was filming in Montreal, Quebec, X Men Days of Future Past as Quicksilver during this time. I so, was actually kind of worried that he would join the X-Men clan and then like stop hanging out with Ryan Murphy and friends. Which thank God that didn't happen. Thank God the X-Men Fox universe crumbled, rightfully so. So we could have <laughs> so we could have Evan Peters full time where he belongs, giving us range, giving us his acting chops. Um but yeah, that's actually that's um, a reason why he had such a reduced role in um, season three was because uh, he was spending half his time in Montreal. Also important to know, this is the first season where he and his off-screen girlfriend, Emma Roberts, share a season. And we'll find that that occurs through many seasons of AHS. But this is the first time that they're in a season together. Yes. And yeah, it's she's part of his main storyline. She's one of the witches that brings him back. This is actually... Fun, true fact, uh, this is my first season ever of American Horror Story. Oh, is it? So you went back yeah. and watched the other two? Yes, I did. Well, here's the thing. I didn't go back and watch the other two till like, quite recently. Because when they initially aired, Baby Jolie, slash almost 30, um, <laughs> so, like, so scared. It was so scary. I couldn't oh, handle it. Girl. And and Coven the Coven the season's not scary, so that's why you could handle it. Yeah, and and there was like Stevie Nicks songs. Oh my god, I love her. It, it was a whole Stevie Nicks witch vibe. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well if I can do this, I can do the other two. And then I went <laughs> back and watched Adam Levine get his entire body ripped to shreds. And I was like, okay, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, season two is fucking scary. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I yeah. can't, like, oh, and can we just tangent for a second? Season two has arguably the best character of all time in AHS, which is the devil played by Lily Rabe, the nun. Iconic. Mm -hmm. Iconic. Oh, I just love, like, a version of the devil that is just like this sly like trickster you know it's not like a, a beast version of the devil it's just this sly like humanoid you know manipulating people around them oh asylum yeah. is so good a total slut i love it yes just we love a like, slutty nun yes uh well okay <laughs> it's so good if you guys if you're if if you can handle scary and you had to choose one season of american horror story to watch Watch Asylum because it is scary 
and the writing is fantastic. The acting is top notch. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, um, and the cinematography is just gorgeous. It is. All it the is. dark corners in that asylum just make it so rich and beautiful. Totally. I mean, there are other really great. Anyway, there totally. are other really great seasons, but this one is. Yeah, like to if for our listeners in Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas, etc. If you have to listen, if you have not watched AHS and you can watch one season, watch Asylum. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, mm-hmm. I'm manifesting. By the way, I don't know if we have listeners from there, but I'm manifesting. Um, when you set see- your intentions early in the day, they're most likely to they're more likely to come true. Anyway, true. Next is season four, American Horror Story Freak Show. Jimmy, darling, or... Jimmy, darling, the lobster boy. boy. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to start off with a blanket statement. Just blanket, overarching comment. Season four is my least favorite season of American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. It's not... That's not saying much because it was still pretty okay. Yeah, I think just what kind of threw me off is this is um, season four. So it's set in the 1950s in Florida. Oh, and um, it's about a it's about the last remaining traveling circus slash freak show in the United States, mm-hmm. um, which is a great premise. A great premise. Unfortunately, this was also at the time that Glee was winding down. And there is quite a few musical numbers in this um, from songs that came out in the 2000s, in the 90s. And I am not, I am no fan of asynchronic um, uh, performances of music. I didn't like it in The Great Gatsby in 2012 when they were playing like Crazy in Love by Beyonce. I don't, I don't like it when music is out of order. Oh, did you? It bothers Tangent. me. Did you not like A Knight's Tale then? Not, or was that appropriate for you? I that part of Knight's Tale I did not like. I didn't. Yeah, I don't like it when music is played out of its own era. It bothers me. Mm-hmm. And American Horror Story Freak Show is the worst defender of that. Um, mm. To tie it back to the tier list, um, Jimmy Darling does perform "Come As You Are" by Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, appropriately angsty for our our main hero. And make no mistake, he is the. Um, I guess he is the heart of this season, Jimmy Darling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the hero, kind of like Kit Walker in that sense. Um, some highlights of the season include him attending 1950s housewife uh, Tupperware parties where he fingers the housewives in their bedroom. Um, so just some real some real magic going on. Um, yet again, he is in a relationship with Emma Roberts' character, um, who is a con artist this time. Um so we're also keeping the the meta aspect of of the Evan and Emma saga intact there. Um, he, I will say so. This is this is where we're getting to the ranking. I feel like he had a bit more of an arc in this season because he does have redemption. He does go up against Finn Whitrock, who is arguably the highlight of this season. He plays Dandy Mott, who is a spoiled rich kid. Um, I don't know. That's what I'm gonna say about that. He has a better character arc. I don't know if the acting is as strong, but I also don't know if the material he was given was strong enough to, to elevate. So that's where I'm sitting with that. Mm-hmm. I'm fighting between a B and a C for him. Because yeah. while Frankenstein's monster didn't talk, um, he also wasn't 
you know, flipping the ho- Real Housewives of Florida, Ever- the Florida Everglades. Um, the Real Housewives of Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, to, like, in my mind, since I started with Coven and then Freak Show came next, I was like, holy crap, Freak Show is amazing. And then the more that I think about it, the now that I've watched everything, I'm like, wow, Freak Show is terrible. It's not my fave. Like, there's no. good aspects to it. Um, yeah. It's also the last season that Jessica Lang was a regular cast member for. Which I actually um, don't hate. I thought her character was the most annoying in this I season. agree. Yeah. Because I feel like she was singing every episode. She <laughs> sang Lana Del Rey's Gods and Monsters. Like, in what universe is that needed? <laughs> It's definitely, not definitely not Earth six one six. Like no, please leave. I ugh. it just the characters to me though I think were the coolest visually because it's a freak show. I mean yes, the idea the uh, the whole a freak show is just it's the best sort of cabinet of curiosities, and then when you throw like that fifties filter over top of it, mm, but okay. Delicious. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. C? It's either C or B after. I think it's worse than Kyle Spencer. Yeah. Or a C. I don't know. I, that's a tricky one. I don't. C to me seems. I think it. I think it's not. I think it's B. I was just like okay. reasoning in my head. Like C is like starting to veer towards poor on the scale. Like mildly poor. I don't think this is a mildly poor bowl. This is just like average. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Moving so, along. Coming in next. Um, this, I believe, is 2015 now. Yes. This is um, October 2015, season five, American Horror Story Hotel. Um, so this one is, there's a lot to talk about here. <laughs> this will <laughs> fill up our 20 minutes. Um, Evan <laughs> Peters plays uh, James Patrick March, the creator the architect of the Hotel Cortez. And as a bit of a history lesson for any of you history buffs, if there's any listeners from Illinois, now's the time to now's the time to perk up, have your ears at a at an appropriate angle. Um, the Hotel Cortez and James Patrick March are based off of America's very first serial killer. Um, those of you in Illinois might know him as H.H. Holmes, the um, inventor of the murder hotel and so this happened yes mama so this occurred during the chicago world fair uh which was um 120 years ago approximately i probably have my dates wrong a little bit i can't remember the exact date for the chicago world fair but um maybe oh yeah it's either late uh 1800s or early 1900s it's like right around there like 1891 something like yeah i think it yeah, it's like right there. And so H.H. Um, H. Holmes created the first ever murder castle above a pharmacy that he ran. And this murder castle <clears throat> had dead ends. It had trap doors. It had booby traps. But it was it was built as a hotel. So he would often check in, usually women traveling by themselves um, who were coming from all over the country or from like Canada or from the UK. Um, they were coming to visit the World Fair and he would check them into the hotel and, you know, either they would be gassed in their sleep and he would take them down and dissect their body or he'd, you know, 
um, dress up as a murderer and chase them down halls and, and hunt them down at dead ends and kill them. Like just really crazy, crazy stuff. And this was all true. If you ever want to read a good book, um, Devil in the White City is a fantastic, re- uh, mostly non-fictional recounting of of the crimes and, you know, the, the murders of H.H. H. Holmes. And so to bring it back to American Horror Story, that's what the character of James March was heavily based on. He created the Hotel Cortez, which has um, many, many traps in it, um, you know, fake walls. Um, he bare, uh, bricked people inside of walls to, you know, just kill them, starve them out. So he did some crazy, awful shit. Um, he died in the hotel in American Horror Story. And so his ghost remained there. Um, but while he was alive, he was in a relationship with Lady Gaga in her <laughs> in her debut season of American Horror Story as the Countess. And he was in love with her, understandably. Um, but this role, ugh, first of all, the act the accent, top notch. I don't know what you I call it like the old timey news radio accent. Um, there's mm-hmm. probably a more appropriate name for it, but that's what I'm calling it. Um, <laughs> the accent's incredible. The costume's incredible. Um, the acting is incredible. It's very dark. It's a very, very dark role. He is, he's about as irredeemable as Tate Langdon. Um, disturbing the way he's like cutting up and killing people and just, just because he can too. Um, so it's a memorable role. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And the, the great thing too, is that you don't even find out about him until like much not much later, but like he plays a very background role. Um, when the hotel starts killing people, you think it's just like, okay, this hotel is haunted. Maybe it's the concierge who uh, is killing everybody. And then you, and then you see Lady Gaga just like every time she comes home to ho- her hotel, <clears throat> she flounces in in slow motion. And maybe you think maybe oh maybe it's Lady Gaga killing everybody. But no, sure enough, this guy who lives in the walls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're led to believe it's Lady Gaga at first. And don't get me wrong. She she lands a few of her few kills for sure. Um, she's mm-hmm. thirsty. The girl's thirsty. Um, but yeah, it's mainly it's mainly James March, who was a mass murderer. Um, so I'm trying to think where he falls, because I think this is a pretty good role. I think it's better than Jimmy. I think it's better than Kyle. Definitely. Um, but not as an, good. Yeah, about I'd say about there. Um, also, fun to note that he does come back in for a surprise cameo in season eight, uh, American Horror Story Apocalypse, because um, a character from season three, played by Gabori Sidibe, um, she checks into the Hotel Cortez in season five, dies there, and so she, her her soul is stuck there. And then in season eight, so three years later, she's still stuck there and hanging out with James Patrick March playing cards. And <laughs> the devil comes and retrieves her soul just because the devil can. And even James Patrick March, who at that point in the series was the most um, pervasive villain, probably, that the AHS universe has established. Even James Patrick March is like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, imagine gagging, like, Thanos, basically. Like, <laughs> that's the oh my level God. of, like... <laughs> I love. I live. I laugh. Yeah. You live, laugh, and you love. Learn to love it, Tate. 
learn to love. Um, so that is our, I think that's our, our, so far, our, you know, ranking of, of the first five seasons of Evan Peters' American Horror Story characters. Oh, yes. tangent too. We should, we should end on an MCU tangent again. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Why is my screen time? Oh, I, I thought it was reporting on my screen time this week on my phone. Um, uh, this was again a, this was an X-Men year. This is the cycle for filming X-Men. Um, Evan Peters was filming X-Men Apocalypse during this time. But you wouldn't tell, you wouldn't be able to tell because he's got quite a beefy role in Hotel this time. Uh, but this is again where he was flying back and forth between uh, Los Angeles and Montreal to film. So good on him. The boy was doing double duty, but he was filming um, as Quicksilver at this exact time, which is crazy that they made the schedules work. So mm-hmm. good for him. Yeah. And I, I love that there's less sad boy and more of a, like a like a character. I mean, the other energy were great characters, but this is like some serial killer shit. Yeah. And there's like a little bit of sad boy energy because he's like um, in love with Lady Gaga. But also she's made it clear. She has set boundaries and she has said, no, I'm not into you. So. But just a little bit of sad boy, not as much as Tate. No, no, no. Okay, so we're going to we're going to chop this up into bits. (laughs) Um, And we're going to break this up into two adventures. So if you want to know how we rank the remainder of Evan Peters' American Horror Story characters, you'll have to tune in to episode two of our Evan Peters AHS character from Murder House to Double Feature tier list episode. (laughs) Until next time, listen to us on the comicbooksyndicate.com, YouTube, uh, for the video version of this extravaganza. We'll also put up the tier list once the second episode has dropped, which reminds me, I still have to put up our tier list from our MCU list. Yeesh. It's just busy. Okay. Uh, And then... Oh, the audio version of this podcast is available pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search full volume podcast and we'll be there. Uh, Check out the comic book syndicate network. We've got all kinds of fun, but we are the most fun Um, till next time. Oh, I have been your co-host G.I. Joe Lee. And I have been Harvey Brent. Boo. (laughs) We're still spooky. October. Uh, Until next time, keep it loud. Keep it at full volume. Bye. Bye.